Do you love Batman? Do you love Frasier? Do you love Seinfeld? Do you love Dr. Seuss? Do you love James Bond? Do you love Captain America? Oh, hell, do you just love everything that's nerd-related? I know I do. Well, you should come on over to a Nerds World podcast and listen to us, Justin and Andrew, talk everything that's nerd. Yeah, every two weeks, we delve into some random topic that we choose at the end of each episode, and we tell you the whole history of it, or as much as we feel the need to write down, our history of it, and our favorite things about it. So come on over to a Nerds World, wherever you listen to podcasts. everyone to pod and gore your one-stop shop for everything horror now here's your host justin and brandon take it away boys hello everybody and welcome back to pod and gore your one-stop shop for everything horror when we show up my name is justin (laughs) (laughs) my name is brandon And welcome back to the show. Or, if you're just starting, welcome to the show. Yes, welcome. And thank you for uh, joining us. That was a clever way. That was a clever jab. I was wondering how you were going to do it. (laughs) And that was so subtle that it could have almost went under the the radar. Well, in a lesser man, maybe I could (laughs) have got one past you. Yeah, no. Yeah, we, we definitely wanted to get with you guys a lot sooner than within this last month then obviously then we did uh work has been insane for me hours wise Mm -hmm. like 65 to 70 hours a week and so it doesn't leave a lot of time spare time to uh get with justin here yeah the downside of being essential it hasn't affected me as much even though i've helped you out a couple times i still don't have to stay late like you have no you then that yeah that's the thing like being in inventory like that's that's that schedule is set yeah until the end like, of the year when all our helping you puts us behind and then we're on overtime but that won't matter yeah but <laughs> you you won't you help you helped us out for uh for two weeks um and then you've come over what once or twice since then yeah. um i know those i'm really hoping that those 11 days don't put us out you know out of the 365 that we have you fucking jerk <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll just put it this way, and then we can move uh, on to what we're actually here to talk about, which is horror. I've been doing reserve (laughs) audits, and I'm finding where we were last year, and we're about Mm -hmm. a month behind. Oh, is that... Well, we just missed a month between Hush and Now, so I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But we definitely... I mean, if things like start to normalize like they're supposed to, I'm definitely down to try to pump out some extra if we can to make no, up I meant for an it. inventory we're a month behind. Mm. Oh, inventory you're a month behind. Okay. Yeah, from where we, we were last back year. Back on. Okay. You'll be all right. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about some <laughs> horror stuff. Uh, yeah, I've been getting a bunch into... of cool toys and looking at more toys even though I have no room for them. Yeah, you need, yeah, you definitely need uh, need another shelf, dude. Yeah, I it's it's got as much as I like the fireplace in my office, I never use it. Right. Unless it's like super balls cold in my office, which happens. <laughs> yeah. But well, yeah, I mean it's uh, essentially in your basement. Yeah. But not because it's ground level. But yeah. Yeah. 
it's not underground like normal basements, which is probably helpful. Yeah, but there's no windows, which is nice in the yeah, summer. That's but <laughs> cold in the winter. So we're here to talk about right. one of the best movies of the '90s or early two, yeah, late '90s, almost early yeah, 2000s. Hmm. I said, yeah, 1998. Yeah, I I remember loving this when it came out. And it's so very 90s. Just the soundtrack oh, and Offspring and the 100% super 90s, 90s cast. man. Yeah, you uh, you had fonder memories of it than I did. I mean, I've seen it. Yeah. But like when you said we're doing the faculty, I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm going to really screw him um, over I with my next pick, and we'll get to that at the end. Oh, oh you gonna, <laughs> are you going to spoil what your next pick is, even though it's my, my pick coming up? No, I'm saying you screwed me with... The faculty. It's harder to make jokes with you. Like, you're already slow, but now we have this barrier between us, <laughs> and you just can't, uh, like, like, whoosh, right dude, by. Uh, man, I, you're, yeah, you're right. This uh, <laughs> social distance recording is not good for our brand. No. Um, but, you know, safety first. Uh, definitely don't want to put any people at risk through your household. Yeah. And I mean, it's just me and my wife. Like, I've thought about being like, "Hey, just come over here," because literally, the only people that are here is my wife and daughter and myself. And I, I'm with you five days, four days a week as it is anyway. So it's yeah. not really a whole lot different sitting at the lunch table as it would be sitting in, in my office as well. But well, even in my office, I mean, we probably could do it, but yeah, it's but if it. Yeah, I get it, man. It, it it would be nice, but like at the same time, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, for those right, of so you that haven't you, seen the faculty, I don't remember where, if anywhere, it's actually streaming right now. But I'm sure you could rent it for fairly cheap. Um, I yeah. So what I ended up doing it because what I ended up doing was because I did not own it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to rent it. But then I did not. I bought it. My on, notes say um, rent or buy on Amazon, but that was a month ago, so I don't know. Yeah, you can. It's it's uh, available for rent and purchase on all the sites. You can get it on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Vudu, and Amazon Prime, all starting at four dollars to yeah. rent. I think I when I bought it on Vudu, I bought it for seven dollars. Which is why bad. I was like, fuck that. I'm not going to pay $4 to rent it when I can pay 7 or $8 to buy it. Yeah. And it really is. Like, even watching it again, you know, 10 plus years later after the last time I watched it, I think right. it holds up and is quite good. Well, yeah. And, like, I think the thing about this movie is it is a real nostalgia trip for me, dude, because this, what, came out in 98 which mm -hmm. I was a freshman. I was either a freshman or sophomore in high school when oh, this movie man. came out. And so, like, going back and seeing, like, how the people dressed and the music, like, I was a bit, like, I love Offspring, and I still listen to them to this day, but, like, mm -hmm. the soundtrack does take me back to high school. Oh. I'm quite I bit. sometimes forget how old you are. Because I would have made, I would have been in, like fourth grade. <laughs> well, no, you, 
What year were you? You were born in 87, dude. You were 12 when this movie, or you were 11 when this movie came out, which means you would have been in the sixth grade. Is that six? Okay, I was off by two. Uh, Let's yeah, meet in the middle but and say fifth. I, I mean, I, I just turned 37 a week, a week ago? A yeah, week ago on the dot. La, yeah, so last Saturday I apart. turned 37. Yeah, yeah, that's right, because you're just a little bit younger than my sister. Still, I'm and better. So, uh, yeah. For those that haven't seen it, some students <laughs> suspect that their teachers are aliens after bizarre occurrences, and that's pretty much all they gave me as a plot line for this movie on IMDb. Which is it, hilarious, too, because it's like, when you're in high school, like, that's a that's a real common trope. Yeah. Like, oh man, my teachers are aliens. Um, I actually, if you want... Uh, what this says here, it says, To the students at Harrington High, the principal and her posse of teachers have always been a little bit odd, but they've been, um, but lately they've been uh, behaving positively alien. Controlled uh-huh. by otherworldly parasites, the faculty tried to infect uh, students one by one. Cheerleader Delilah, football player Stan, drug dealer Zeke, and, new, and the new girl Mary Beth team up with some of their other classmates to fight back against the invaders. Yeah, yours was better. It's essentially Invasion of the Body Snatchers (laughs) in the 90s. Yeah. And in a school. Exactly. Right. Directed by Robert Robert uh, Rodriguez. Not to to get too far ahead of it, but that's like just... It's... I don't know, man. Like, it really... I did not expect that. Yeah, I mean, and when you think about it, it totally makes sense, because it feels like a From Dust Till Dawn kind of movie. Yeah. And screenplay is by Kevin Williamson, who I believe did Scream, which makes even more sense. Because this is just Scream all Um, over the place, except they reference sci-fi movies instead of horror movies. Right, so... um, he is a screenwriter for um, all, all four, plus the upcoming Scream Five, which, if you haven't heard yet, um, is is a, it, it is happening because people mm-hmm. like um, what uh, David Arquette, who I don't think has been doing a whole lot, has already been uh, linked to be coming back and all that. So it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. But dude, this guy's got quite the. Resume. So he's written all, all the screams. Um, I know what you did last summer, teaching Miss Tingle, curse the faculty, Halloween H two O, a movie called Venom, but it's not the one that I thought it was. Venom, but um, not Venom. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's done quite a bit of horror films. Hmm. Uh, so, the story was by David Wechter and Bruce Kimmel. It stars Jordana Brewster, Clea Duvall. Laura Harris, Josh Hartnett, Sean Hodes-Hattesey, uh, Framka Jansen, Piper Laurie, B.B. Newerth, which is Fraser's wife, Robert Patrick, mm-hmm. Usher, Raymond, uh, John Stewart, <laughs> Elijah right? Wood, and Selma Hayek. So basically everyone from the 90s. Right. <laughs> and the, the... Oh, man. So... Like I keep all these sidebars keep coming up, man. Because like looking at the list of this dude, like I know that I was just talking to you about Elijah Wood at work on Thursday. Yeah. Um, and how he's 
qu- become quite the player in uh, doesn't he have a, a horror production company now oh. like he's doing a bunch of um stuff like that he's in the, he did that the movie recently the one i told you i wanted to watch was that come to daddy that one looks creepy oh, yeah, i never yeah. did send you the trailer for it but um yeah dude there's a just insane amount of people in this even hide from McDonald's. that 70s show yeah and he's not even on the the main list here no he's just kind of a bit player that shows up like two three times but still Right. Uh, it was released December 25th, uh, 1998, with a budget of $15 million. Box office mm-hmm. of $40.3 million in the U.S. and $63.2 worldwide. So the rest of nice. the world didn't like it. Well, liked it about half as much as we did. <laughs> uh, in 1990, <laughs> David Wechter and Bruce Kimmel wrote their first draft of the script and sent it out. But there were no buyers. It wasn't until after the success of Scream that Miramax bought the script and rushed it into production. Uh, Bob Weinstein and Harvey Weinstein uh, brought in Mm. Kevin Williamson to do rewrites, keeping the basic story but rewriting the dialogue and adding new characters to make it more, quote, hip. Originally, Williamson was set to direct the film, but he chose not to so he could direct his self-penned script, uh, Teaching Mrs. Tingle. Uh, the Weinsteins brought in Robert Rodriguez to direct the film instead. So there. Nice. So there. Did you catch um, all that? Side note, real quick, that mm-hmm. um, that um, production company that Elijah Wood uh, founded was uh, all the way back in 2010 is uh-huh. uh, called Spectre Vision with a focus on um, horror films. There's not a whole lot under their um, filmography. Um, Except for uh, Mandy and was it Color Out of Space? A few Nicolas Cage movies, like stuff yeah, you'll see, well, those uh, see are on scary in and of themselves. <laughs> well, I've heard Mandy is awesome. I just haven't watched it yet. Hmm. But so there, he was he was peeling Bloomhouse before peeling Bloomhouse for Ple- peeling Bloomhouse. That's good. Yeah. And less successful. So they're getting it. it. Uh, the faculty takes place in the fictional town of Harrington, Ohio, but was shot in Austin, San Marcos, Dallas, and Lockhart, Texas. Se- several mm-hmm. scenes involving an additional character named Venus, played by Kadada Jones, were shown in TV previews for the film, as well as Tommy Hilfiger commercials, but cut from the film. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those Tommy Hilfiger commercials. Heck yeah. Um, well, see, the funny thing about watching this movie... Like, they might as well just had it take place in Texas. Yeah. Nothing about this movie looks like it's in Ohio. Like, And even looks... if it did, how would you know? Myself? Yeah. Well, I know you've been, Don't but be I mean, dick. like, everybody else who's never been to Ohio. Right, but, well, I'm just saying, like, Ohio, that's, that's pretty Midwest, dude. This looks like the Friday Night Lights of horror movies, dude. Like, it looks like it, it just looks like Texas. Especially by the end. You know what I mean? Like, with this, like the football stadium and all that kind of stuff. Like, it just, it's all flat. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, it, it looks about as Ohio as, um, well, hell, they, they even made California look more like the Midwest than the faculty did <laughs> with mm-hmm. that taking place in California. Uh, Kadato is also visible in a scene in the theatrical version standing next to Gabe, Usher, 
in Mr. Furlong's mm-hmm. uh, science class when they were looking at the new species in the aquarium. The film was oh. nominated for a total of eight awards, including an Alma Award for director Robert Rodriguez, two Saturn Awards, two Blockbuster Entertainment Awards, and three Teen Choice Awards, but did not win any. Oh, wow. Did <laughs> John Stewart's name in this movie was really Edward Furlong? Uh-huh. As in Edward Furlong from American History X and Terminator 2? <laughs> Probably. Well, we oh got Robert like, Patrick, so I mean, we got to. <laughs> Have you get seen those ties this in. boy? Uh, <laughs> this one's pretty short, so some fun facts before we get into the thing. Uh, it was on the mm-hmm. set of the film that Harry J. Knowles first got wind of Peter Jackson making The Lord of the Rings into a movie. He urged Elijah Wood to go for it, even though the actor had never read the book, uh, which Wood. Dooley did, ignoring the news that Jackson was largely casting British actors and videotaped his own audition. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was originally titled The Feelers, which the is, feelers? just sounds creepy. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so glad that they didn't go with that. <laughs> yeah. Not nearly as creepy. Uh, Jordana Brewster and Usher Raymond's film debut and Josh Hartnett's mm-hmm. second feature film. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I don't know why I said that as if there was something else to say, because that is all of the notes that I have. So there. Um, did, oh, did you, you, that's all you had for the, the fun facts? Yeah. Um, Do you I, have more? I have, I have a few. Uh, Gillian Anderson turned down the role of Valerie Drake. Gillian hmm. um, Anderson from X-Files, X-Files fame. That would have been cool. uh, the role of Delilah was originally written for Charisma Carpenter, but she turned it down because she felt the role was too similar to Cordelia on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Hmm. Um, Sarah Michelle Gellar, the title star of Buffy, also turned down a role in The Faculty. I remember reading um, that. Famke Jensen, what's that? Um, Famke Jensen revealed in 2016 that she was never a- that she has never actually seen the film partly partly because she didn't want to see her character's on-screen fate. Mm. Um, yeah, it is pretty dumb. The drug, <laughs> yeah, the drug test scene is an homage to the blood test and the thing. There was a um. In exchange for product placement in the film for Clother Tommy Hilfiger's fashion line, the teens from the movie cast appeared together in a t- television commercial and print ad campaign for Tommy Jeans throughout all of 1998. That I mentioned. hilarious. More or less. Well, you have yeah. to, especially in the 90s. Show off your Tommy Hilfiger's. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. I, th- I don't know if I... I think I had one pair of Hilfiger jeans in high school, but I was also poor. Um, <laughs> the last thing that is... Uh, not really a fun fact, but it's a sweet fact. Uh, car uh, Zeke's car is a 1970 Pontiac GTO, which is gorgeous. Indeed, I'd take that car. That's like that, that was like the one thing that I was always my favorite thing about the movie is I was like I fucking love that dude's car. <laughs> I'll watch it as much so, as you want. Uh, Just let me look at the car. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, man, go ahead and lead us into the early 
2000s, late 1990s. It so is. I mean, the the Offspring, I don't remember the name of the song. The football, it's just the 20-something-year-olds trying to be high schoolers. With it being so, uh, with it being as long as it's been since I watched the movie, I'm going to venture to guess that the song by the Offspring was uh, the kids were the kids are not all, the kids aren't all right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm going to guess. I mean that they use it. Yeah, it is. The kids aren't all right. Oh, they'd have to. But dude, there's. <laughs> I mean that that song. It may, I mean it makes sense, but it's pretty. Cliche nineties. And cliche use a song from The Offspring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Co- Coach Robert Patrick gets it first, but we don't get to see who did it to him. No, you. Yeah, which is. <clears throat> Sorry, lost my train of thought there. Yeah, like it was kind of weird though. I remember the way they set that scene up. It was almost like, wow, I really did draw a blank. Continue, <laughs> so I don't keep sounding like an idiot. <laughs> okay. Well, that's hard to do. Um, <laughs> they do kind of make it out to be sort of a, a mystery movie. I think it does it pretty well, even because I hadn't seen it in so long, I forgot who mm-hmm. the queen is. I did too, actually. So like, by the time we get to the end and they're pointing fingers at everybody, it's like, I don't really know who it is. I know who it would make sense <laughs> for it to be, but it could also be her or that guy, I guess. Right. It's like, but it can't be her. She just took the drug test. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that right there, like, it really did throw me off because it had been so long since I'd seen that movie. Yeah, and then, of course, as they reveal it, you go, oh, that's right. I forgot, and we'll get to it later. I think the scariest mm-hmm. part of this movie, though, if we're going to go as far as to call it a horror movie, is Principal Drake, uh, Fraser's ex, Lilith, mm-hmm. getting attacked. Yeah. Like, Robert Patrick being all... First you think he's kind of like coming on to her, and then he gets really aggressive, and mm-hmm. you know the attack with the scissors. And I, I've always, throughout all the years, the thing I remember about this movie the most is the scissors through the hand. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. That's not how you use it. That's why they're <laughs> yeah. safety scissors, so you don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but could you imagine getting safety scissors through the hand? Because it doesn't matter. They're still going to go through. It's just going to hurt a lot worse. Yeah, but they won't with go enough, through as far because they're force. pretty short. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, that 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 scene was uh, pretty tense with her trying to get away, running, trying to escape. You think that she's going to escape, and then no. Yeah, she runs into Miss Olsen uh, outside the doors, and she's trying to block Robert Patrick. You know, from getting out and stuff, and then you find out that Miss Olsen is just as horrible, if not worse, than Robert Patrick, which is impressive. Oh, yeah. Well, it is kind of crazy, because, like, Robert Patrick, you know, as the coach, he is just ultra-aggressive in this movie, but he is Mm -hmm. definitely not as cold as Miss Olsen. She is one scary lady. (laughs) Yeah, she's got the stone-cold steel eyes that pierce into your soul and make you doubt your existence but uh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. robert patrick's just um, like a gym coach like <laughs> yeah yeah he doesn't really change much from the beginning 
Nope. He just drinks more water. Yeah, you, you would ne- Yeah, God. <laughs> Much more water. Um, but yeah. But then we get introduced to everybody. You got the stereotypical Frodo being the nerd who gets flagpoled. I'm so glad I was I never like how, in high school like that. <laughs> I like how in your notes you you refer to Elijah character Elijah Woods. Um, damn, he's at the bottom. Casey Connor, you re- you refer to Elijah Woods' character as Frodo in yeah. every bit of your notes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, oh, Casey, man. I'm not going to remember who Casey is, especially a month after we were supposed to record. Um, but right, I don't know who Frodo face. is. I get it. <laughs> Asshole. That's two. I told you two. It is two. <laughs> I know, man. We all don't get we all don't have the luxury of working forty hour weeks. Asshole. Oh no. That's too bad. Um but yeah. we get introduced especially, to everybody. Especially since you know, I stopped Zeke, getting paid the drug after forty three hours. Jordana Brewster is a biatch to everybody for no reason. Sounds familiar. I like talking to you. <laughs> Oh, good one. Angry Whopper for no reason all the time. But Frodo <laughs> is just Whopper, like inexplicably Whopper. drawn to her, even though she's horrible pretty much the entire movie. Except mm-hmm. for briefly where she's nicer because she's wearing glasses. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that... that <laughs> glasses calm people down, apparently. I mean, not you, but most people. Well, I've had them on permanently since the first grade, so it's worn off. If I had the ability to take them <laughs> off for a while and then have them on, I think it'd calm me down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but no, they're on all the time. Uh, so Casey finds happens to find the first slug creature in the football field. Yeah. And takes it to Professor John Stewart to examine it. Right. And. And we, of course, find out that Josh Hartnett is secretly brilliant, just like in real life. <laughs> That's a, that was the perfect way. Because, I mean, you wrote, you, wrote, you wrote he's secretly brilliant, but the way <laughs> you're like, as is, as is in real life, yeah. that was fantastic. I like the character. That, huh? that might be one of your best quotes in the entirety of our run on this show. Well, if any of our super fans feel like making a clip show, feel free to to slip that one in at the end. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I like the creature design. Um, so I like that it's almost kind of like a real animal, like a tadpole mm-hmm. kind of thing. Right. With sharp teeth. <laughs> yeah. Bite yeah, the shit so out of John Stewart's you, finger. Right. You're like ah. Because that's what you do with a creature that you have no idea what's going on. You just yeah, I've never seen it. this, and I have no idea what's going on. But let's let's rub it. Let's just see what it yeah, might do. Yeah, let me see if I. Yeah, I'll pet it real yeah. quick. Well, especially because it looked dead, yeah. and then as soon as it touched the aquarium, I'm trying to. I don't remember why it was put in the aquarium in the first place. But it like well, sprang to they... life and grew crazy, scary tentacles. Like I wouldn't touch that fucking thing. Hell no. Well, no, I want to say I thought some sort of water got on it while it was on the table, and then it started to wiggle. Oh, yeah, yeah, wiggle. yeah. And they're like, hmm, well, water made it move. Let's <laughs> see what a bunch of water does. Gives it yeah, teeth. Yeah, let's see what happens when we submerge it. Yeah. 
It's either going to drown yeah, or it's like going to bite my finger. <laughs> well, and the thing was, too, like, another thing was, like, when, who was it? Was it Stokes who put her hand up to the aquarium and its tentacles replicated the shape of her hand? Like, yeah, it was almost hmm. like her, like her uh, veins or nervous system, like, mapped out yeah. on her hand. Yeah, it was crazy. That cool right there would be like, uh, no, th no thanks. For late 90s, the visuals on this are, for the most part, not terrible. No, not terrible at all. The queen at the end looks a little wonky, but... Yeah. And the Framka Jansen not... death looks pretty dumb. That's the wor that I think that part's the worst for yeah. me, is like when her head's lopped off and it's like, oh god, it's not gonna crawl. <laughs> it yeah. is crawling, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not right now, Maze Dad's busy. <laughs> there's the there's the eventual visit of my kid. I even locked the door and I was like, "Don't bug me. <laughs> Go watch Scoob or something." Oh, uh, family. My wife probably fell. My wife probably fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> Have you watched Scoob yet? Is it all you ever hoped it would be and more? You know, um. Even though this has nothing to do with the faculty, we will talk about Scoob for a minute. Um, it's horror-ish. I didn't mind it. I, I didn't mind. I mean, like, it, I really do... I, I, I need to watch it from Scooby start fan. to end. Cause it, I do. I do love Scooby-Doo. And my... Like me and my water, me and my water, me and my daughter watch the original all the time. Yeah. I mean, we we have Boomerang specifically just so that we can watch all the Scooby Doo we want. Um, I have it for Looney Tunes. It wasn't bad, but like I don't remember. It's almost like they were building like what a Hanna Barbera shared universe mm -hmm. or some shit. Like I don't remember Scooby Doo ever interacting with Dick Dastardly and Muttley. You know, or the Blue Falcon and his robot dog. Like, uh, yeah, like I think I it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Huh? I was trying, because I, I literally just kind of flushed out a uh, Hanna-Barbera Cartoon Network NASCAR race car set in my toys. Oh, nice. Yeah. And Scooby's on one of the cars. But I don't. And that's kind of why I'm thinking, I was like, oh, like, because one of the things I heard, one of the complaints I heard about this movie is that it was mostly just like, hey, we're going to make this and we're just going to throw in a bunch of Easter eggs, um, you know, nostalgia factors for the parents. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, man, like, I'm going to, I own it, so I'll, I'll go back and watch it again. Yeah. All the way through. But every, the things I saw of it, it wasn't bad, dude. It's just... It's hard hearing other people do the voices. Yeah, I'm I'm very surprised they didn't have Matthew Lillard be Shaggy. Uh, that would have been I would have liked that a lot. Well, I mean, he's played because Shaggy even, though, even in cartoons since the movie. Yeah. So, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, there's like while you're talking on this, I'm uh I don't know why yeah, like if they would have had Matthew Lillard Let's see, for the voices, dude, where's the, Amanda Seyfried did Daphne Blake, like, it's got a decent cast. Yeah, it's just not but, the same. But it's like, well, yeah, I mean, you, why, 
you had Zach Efron do Fred Jones, and I, can see that. I mean, what is it? What's her name? I'm sorry, Gray, Gray something. The voice yeah. actress for Daphne, like she's still oh. she's still going. Yeah, I know Casey Kasem yeah, like, passed, but right. There's options. but I mean, but even still, Frank Welker was still doing Scooby Doo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just like I feel like the people were still out there. And the ability to use them, like, you should have. trying to mm. remember. That's going to bug me, though, now, because I know that um, you guys were even talking about her on one of your episodes of um, Pod, uh, Pod and Gore, sorry, of uh, A Nerd's World. Yeah, when we did our voice actors thing, well, like, forever ago. Yeah. I thought it was, like, Gray... Oh, Gray... Uh, sorry, Gray Griffin. Hmm. Yeah, Gray Griffin did the voice of um, Daphne. Jesus Christ! Yeah, so many things. I I got sidetracked by the fact that she was a uh, in Mortal Kombat as Katana, oh, nice. and you know she's Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, and she <laughs> was a Catwoman in the Arkham games. But like, oh, she's she's still kicking. She's only I mean she's ten years older than I am. There's no reason why she can't still do the voice. Like if you could have got her to do that, you could have got. Matt, uh, Matthew Lillard to do Shaggy. Uh, to do Shaggy. Like, yeah, dude. Like, I think that would have helped you ha the nostalgia for adults is not I think recasting so, too. so much that they don't sound like who they should sound like. Well, and the thing is, is I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I have not seen the live action Scooby-Doo's. Not all. Like, I saw part of it because my daughter was watching one of them the other day. But, like, I'm not the biggest Freddie Prinze Jr., sir, uh, Michelle Geller fan. Sure. But I love Matthew Lillard. Linda so Cardellini. I would watch it just for that. Huh? Linda Cardellini is Velma. From ER and... Uh, right. I know who she is. Like, yeah, and see, Hawkeye's like, even wife. that, like... Well, like, like they didn't use her for uh, Velma. But yeah. they, in this one, it was the person who did Velma was Gina Rodriguez, and she's not really known for anything that I've watched. Mm. But, you know, as much as I love talking about Scooby, how about we dive back into <laughs> the faculty before people uh, stop listening if they haven't, haven't already. Uh, so poor Mrs. Brimmel, the old teacher that uh, every school has, she can't breathe. She's decaying and losing her hair in the shower. In probably the yeah, second, that was kinda, that was probably the most disgusting moment of, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, yeah, uh, you find old people can't really take it anymore, or they, mm -hmm. they, they don't, they, their body doesn't handle the transition. Yeah, they have to be fairly strong and, you know, in a decent amount of shape. Right. So yeah, that, while, that's probably the grossest moment. So while Coach and Miss Olsen are discussing their, master plan they end up assimilating Selma Hayek which you think for a minute maybe they won't because she's been sick the entire movie up until now yeah. like that's her character trait you get mm -hmm. Selma Hayek to just act like she has a cold for the first 30 minutes of the movie <laughs> right but they assimilate her right good and then Lilith as she does in Frasier returns more evil than ever <laughs> yeah she does 
more evil than ever. And surprisingly, <laughs> the funny thing about this movie is, is like, except for the coach, every time somebody gets assimilated, they seemingly have a visual change. Like, um, like uh, what is it? Sorry, Ms. Olsen. She looks less librarian-esque, I guess, and she's mm. kind of perked up a little bit. Um, well, yeah, and Framka did, has the biggest change. She went from nerdy, well, you know, mousy nerdy, teacher like, to, can, like, I can, hot I can for teacher. look at you and talk. Yeah, and then when she comes out, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, okay. Well, <laughs> even the same thing with, um, with, uh, God damn it. I'm trying to remember what her real actual, the, the principal, principal oh, Drake. You were fucking... Drake, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you got you got everybody's names except for what their name is in the actual movie. So I'm like, what is Lilith's <laughs> actual name? But like, if you don't know who Lilith is, is man, you just need to watch Frasier. Right, and didn't you just also guys cover that on uh, Nerds World recently as well? Yes, we did. Not so recently because it's been like two, three months since we've recorded, but it was one of our last right. episodes. Right. You how how about that? Two plugs. Yeah. In the first forty-five minutes, uh, for you, you, and I've made fun of you twice oh. for our long delay. So I think we're like right, we're right there. Well, the funny thing is, and when we've talked about this, the more tired I get, the less of an asshole I am to you. I know. And you are taking, you are taking all the advantages and uh -huh. picking up the slack. As I would expect uh, you to do if the situation were reversed. <laughs> yeah, true um but the the thing that like the most shocking i guess transformation for me was when uh lilith she gets assimilated and then they try to you know sexify her mm -hmm. and it kind of works like if you watch fraser she's never like it was never like a damn lilith looks good you know what i mean like well that's i was about to say to there are a couple her. times because most of the time she's very button up and you know hair in a bun and you know but there are those Bitchy. times where she literally and figuratively lets her hair down where you go okay right yeah i, get uh, I it. see i see what's going on here yeah, yeah um, and in this one she's kind of got that like like that she does get the bitchy confident look where she just kind of looks at you like I know I could just fucking destroy you right now. And it puts out a real vibe. <laughs> yeah. Like, as soon as she looks like, at you, you go, up? I'm sorry. I don't know what I did, but I'm just sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Please don't kill me. <laughs> I didn't mean it. Probably. It's fine. It's okay. Sorry. Maybe. Maybe just a little. Um, But while the Selma Hayek thing is happening, uh, Casey and Jordana Brewster, I think it is, are in the closet. Trying right, to figure out what the yeah, hell's going she's on. Deli she's Delilah. Delilah. Well, they really didn't try too hard with the names in her in this movie. No. Like, like her name is Delilah Prophet. Like, huh? Okay. It's the late nineties. Who cares? Edward as Furlong. long as they're attractive <laughs> and have their sexy time, it doesn't matter what their names are. Yeah, fair enough. Stan but they Rosado. find the old lady, what's her face, Brummel, like mm -hmm. stashed in, in the, the closet, closet, dead, as you do. Right. Because why not just hide her in the janitor's closet? 
It wasn't even that. It was just yeah. like the closet for that classroom, or the teachers' well, lounge. Well, it was the teachers' lounge. Yeah. Yeah. So, Casey freaks out, gets the cops involved, and his dad, Shooter McGavin. <laughs> God damn it! I was reading it, and like, you're killing me here, man. Christopher McDonald. AKA I don't even Shooter remember McGavin. his actual name. <laughs> Yeah. He's Shooter McGavin. He is. <laughs> but he gets really strict and like I, a complete a-hole. I like maybe he's like assimilated too. Yeah, you kind of you kind of think so, but he's actually just like trying to be a parent. Like yeah. even though he is super strict in this movie, like I get it. Like this is probably like one of his one movies where you're like, wow, this guy isn't a complete fuckface. Oh, he was kind of an I ass mean, though. Because he. He's not exactly known for being the nice guy in any of his movies. Yeah. Like, I mean, take Sheer McGavin, for instance. He's a real fucking douche in that movie. I'm trying to think of a good quote from Happy Gilmore, and I just can't, so let's move on. I, I just said I just said it. Uh, he was like, I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. And he's <laughs> like, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines from that movie. No! <laughs> Listen to what I say. We'll just go down by the bay and eat some hay. I just may. What do you say? You know, you know what one comes up a lot in the office is when people are like, they're like, oh man, uh, something hurts, and then I'm like, well now your your back's gonna hurt because you pulled landscaping duty, <laughs> <laughs> which is not a hit, which is more of a a Ben Stiller quote, but still yeah, cracks but it's still me good. up. My I like the. Hurt. Whenever someone talks about counting on something, and I'll go, and you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. <laughs> you know, dude, I've known you for what almost five years now. Uh huh. I uh, I've never heard you say that line. You've never used that on me. Well, now I have. Now you feel more complete as a person, and that's what I'm here for. And that is uh, no, I Jaws. I just feel like way, you've been holding back on me, Roger Moore. Bond movies. Right. Well, you know what I'm saying I'm going to have to do is when I when I upload this video I'm, or this uh, episode, I am uh -huh. going to call it the faculty, but like, I'm just going to have to warn everybody, there's a lot of fucking side parts in this episode. <laughs> They'll be like, hey, we, did, we covered the faculty, but we also covered Happy Gilmore, Scoob, and <laughs> fucking Frasier. <laughs> Happy and, yeah, and a little bit of James Bond. Well, fine. We'll keep on going. No, uh, it's all good. So they start calling students to the office one by one. They're chugging water, and they're doing a ear exam, if you know what I mean. Right. Uh, with cops at the door, and the students start acting all body snatchery. Mm-hmm. And this is when we get our first shot of Framka's super taught for teacher look yeah because her and josh hartnett have I this like really weird relationship even in the beginning when she mm -hmm. confronts him at his car but then it goes even more yeah. strange where she's trying to like seduce him Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. no i'm just looking at it because you you wrote you, her, her her name's famka there's no r in there Maybe it's a typo. How about that? 
I'm just letting you know so that I, like, I'm looking through and I'm seeing more. And so then that way, you know, if she's ever listening to this episode, she's not thinking like, wow, that Justin's a real piece of shit for not pronouncing my name correct. Calling me Framka. Maybe I've just thought Peter it was Frampton. something different the entire time I've, since I've watched X-Men 2000 back when I was a small child. <laughs> Could be. I don't, dude. I love it when you get all fucking worked up and offended where you're like, oh, yeah? Well, how about this, huh? Yeah? You ever think of that, huh? <laughs> how about you do that? Leave me alone. I do love that yeah. they flat-out huh? reference Invasion of the Body Snatchers because that might be one of my new favorite old horror movies. I don't know if I've actually ever seen that from start to finish, like from beginning to end. You should. Now that you oh, gave yeah, me back my other movie, I'll let you borrow this movie. Or we'll do it one year for uh, Halloween or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing too, man, because I was like, man, maybe I'll do the thing soon. But then I'm like, well, fuck. We, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we can't have, the faculty... Like, we can't have four Body have Snatcher movies in a row. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> no, we can't. But I mean, if we were doing... Like how we were talking about the you know those month... The themes were like... Yeah. Each month is a different theme, like, mm-hmm. that would have worked. It would work. We could start it now, you Bottom. can change your stupid choice for next time into something different. It wouldn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hey, if you keep bitching about my next pick, I'm gonna fucking drop a bombshell on you of a different pick, and you're gonna be like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said anything, because I really don't want to do this pick. Well, no, and we both know, know that I have, I have that the fucking... Worse. To be fair, I have not seen the movie you told me you were going to do next. It just looks terrible. Well, <laughs> uh, we <laughs> could always do Velocipaster. Huh? I mean, if you want, we can do Velocipaster instead. Ugh. About the same. <laughs> <laughs> but I like oh, okay. the idea of maybe some sci-fi is based on something that actually happened. It never really goes anywhere mm-hmm. in the story. But it's right, an interesting it, nugget it, to be like, oh, maybe Invasion of the Body Snatchers did happen. Though if it did, yeah. it would have been completely different. And that means we would have beaten them before? Yeah. If it were true? Well, like, o- almost like Invasion of the Body Snatchers is in the same universe as Harrington, Ohio. Yeah. That'd be cool, though. Which would be cool. Uh, so the new I'm species is sure missing from the is tank. Done right. I was expecting yeah. a big hole in the tank, like where it broke out, but apparently it just crawled out of the, the side and walked <laughs> off. Well, I'm surprised it didn't crawl out where they're still in there, man. It's like the tentacles could have easily pulled that fucking thing out at any point. Yeah. But as um, much as they love they water, find I this, can see John why Stewart gets in super there. angry and aggressive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it gets all pissed off. It's like, oh, wow. I don't even remember what he gets Never mad was. about, but he's just so, like, horrible and rude to Zeke and, like, pushing him around mm-hmm. and calling him names and... Gets his fingers chopped off and stabbed in the eye is what happens. Good luck. Yeah, good job. Zeke's weird. I still don't really understand what his drug was, but there's caffeine pills it, well, on it or something. Well, there's caffeine pills, but it was kind of like, um... I don't like know. ADD like, I don't meds, remember. But you can snort like, it. I, 
Yeah, I don't remember when Adderall or anything like that became like a a commonly known thing back in the like when I was in high school. But like, I could see somebody taking caffeine pills and yeah, mixing it in with some sort of a speed booster like that. I mean, the the pens was clever. Yeah, it's a nice high school way to get shit around. I could definitely see mm-hmm. kids in my high school doing something like that. Right, same here. And the way that he, like, I don't know if it's just that uh, Josh Hart did is so cool. The way that he always, like, he'd flip the pens out and hand them to you. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I don't know, just everything, that, the way that he was in this movie was, like, Like he is 90s, in every movie from that like, era? Like the 90s Fonz, you know what I mean? Or, like, how... Yeah, James expect him Dean to hit a jukebox day, and have like, it start playing music from Offspring. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, or kind of like how um, it kind of reminds me later on, like how everybody likes Norman, like Nor- everyone loves Norman Reedus mm-hmm. and how he's like the super cool guy in the late 2000s, like with The Walking Dead and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like, and people there always seems he to be that Boondock one Saints guy. too. Yeah, there always seems to be that one person that kind of just defines what is cool for that time period, I guess. Yeah, I know I have a leather vest with wings on it. Uh, So we go to (laughs) Zeke's Mega Drug Lab and the caffeine pills. And... Mm -hmm. (laughs) His Mega Drug Lab. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite extensive. Yeah. I mean, nothing says says genius. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, did your parents just not like go out in the fucking go garage? In the garage? Like, serious? Which is which is bullshit because I go in my garage every day. Yeah. But see, the thing is, is like, this is still at that point where like nothing says genius, you know, like a beaker abilities and all that by having a bunch of fucking tubes running. Like, it's like a nutty professor looking yeah science it, it was, setup yeah. where like. Yeah, you know, we're like... Like the flubber line. Oh, we got tubes going... For- yeah. Oh, yeah, we're like <laughs> flubber. Like, I, I haven't been in a lot of science labs, but I I don't know. <laughs> like, that just... Yeah, it feels like that look defines scientific in the 90s, like... Yeah. Well, it's got to have tubes tube running all over the place, because how do you get a, it from one beaker, beaker to another if there's on no tubes? Burner. Huh? Nothing. I'm not saying the whole thing again. It's fine. No, uh, no, so no. they tested on I the could... mouse and they dissect the mouse, which completely dried out. And they decide that they, mm-hmm. much like the Simpsons, must kill the head vampire in order to kill the rest of them. Right. Which Standard. is a pretty easy solution, I'd say. You don't have to deal with all yeah. the aliens, just the mega head alien. Then the rest will be fine, I guess. It <laughs> should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, here's a reference for you. The Scooby yeah, Gang turns it. on each other <laughs> <laughs> to do the alien drug test. Yep. And then you, Delilah ends up getting the fucking the worm face crawl. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh no, she's infected. Hulk's out of the lab. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of like, like, it's a nice way to throw you off the trail 
It worked on me. I mean, maybe I'm just kind of dumb. I'll cop to that. But as soon as she freaked out, I went, oh, I kind of remember this. Maybe she is the head vampire. Like, that that tracks. And Uh I totally wrote off the the true alien queen. Yeah. Right. And then this leads into one of the my my favorite parts of the movie is when... uh, it is playing brick another brick in the wall, mm-hmm. and they are playing basically like what you wrote, assimilation football. Mm-hmm. So they're just going out there and just beating the holy shit out of the other team. I'm, I am a a big football fan. Um, I love to watch it. I love football movies, all that. Like, and even though this is not a football movie, like it has good football elements to it. So like when they're it's, out it's there, it's very playing, Friday Night Lights, just less. Yeah. Ag- Less focus on the football. Right. And less drunk Tim McGraw beating the shit <laughs> out of his kid. But, like, um, like yeah, they're just out there, you know, just destroying the other team. And then, out, you know, just after every dog pile, you know, somebody just got ear fucked. And <laughs> that's how they're, that's how they're going to spread it. Just like in real football. I will say that... What kind of football player... What kind of football are you playing, Justin? Don't worry about it. This might be my favorite scene in the movie. Because as soon as it started and the music kicked in, I was like, this is so... Like, Scissors in the Hand aside is the other thing in this movie that I remember is that song. And then ironically enough, the day after I watched this movie, it was playing on the speakers at work. Which was awesome. They're playing it. They played it. They're playing music on the speakers at work, and I missed it. Well, not on the speakers, but when we were sweeping, back when we still did that. Oh, I think I even mentioned shit. it to you okay. at the time. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that oh, song dude, fits so perfectly like... with that montage. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of like how when you talk about something or you Google something and it all of a sudden shows up in, like, your Facebook feed. Yeah. Like. Or when you, you dream about up. something and then it's on your Amazon recommendations. <laughs> yeah, get out of my head, Amazon. Um, I was going to look it up here. Oh, so class of, ni- uh, class of 99 was the ones that did uh, another brick in the wall. So it was a cover. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to. I'm, I think I'm gonna share this uh, video on the Facebook page, or I'm sorry, the song for it, because I mean it, it is class of '99, but it's featuring Lane Staley and Tom Morello. Uh, Lane Staley being the lead sing- the the late lead singer of Alice in Chains, oh. and Tom Morello being the guitar player for uh, Rage Against the Machine. Oh wow. I always thought I didn't realize that that I always thought it was just like the corn the uh, corns cover of it is what they put in there because corn like you can't think about 1990s without, without thinking, thinking about, about corn, corn. <laughs> right? And I'm looking yeah, at I this remember like that, uh, South Park episode. <laughs> Static, <laughs> how come it? Like haunting me by step. Yeah, <laughs> I. Um, but Stabbing Westward was another band I was I was a fan of in high school with Haunting oh, Me. Oh God, I forgot about that band. It's good I stuff. remember that band. They were good. From Dude, what I remember, you had Soul Asylum, you had Garbage, you had garbage, Creed, yeah. 
had creed. you had you had pre arms wide open creed you had uh stabbing westward offspring sean mullins oasis like n- i mean nothing about oasis makes me think rockin but sure but it is the soundtrack of the 90s early yeah, 2000s it really is uh so the it. kids decide that it must the head vampire must be the principal because she's the head of the school mm. i'm a little surprised they didn't have them think it was uh mrs olsen because we as the audience already the, know that the, it's not the principal. Right, and I thought they thought, I always kind of got the vibe that they thought it was the coach. Well, but they tried to catch the principal, and did catch her, and then they gave her the headshot full oh. of oh, pen drugs, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she, had, and and then used she them just all died. up on her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um, just a strange, and I like leading a, into... Huh? Go ahead. No, you go, go ahead. and then I'll go. No, I was just gonna say like um, this leading this uh, whole thing with uh, the the principal, and then with Stan leading into one like this part of the movie was crazy. Mm-hmm. It just seems like I don't know. But, even when I was watching, I was like, why would they red herring the principal right now in the story? When the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie, we saw the other two teachers change her. Get, like, I get yeah, why get the it, students yeah, would exactly. think you, that. But for the audience, that's yeah, kind of a be, dumb move. Yeah. Yeah, you can't... Know. It's like... It's like in The Lost Boys, when they when they try to make you think that David's the head vampire. Like, yeah. at least that was believable, because you never actually saw him as a it human. changed, yeah. Yeah, like this one, like that makes perfect sense. The principal was human, and then she got did over. You still there? And then, and then, yeah, I'm here. Did you hang up on me? Can you? No, can you hear me, Justin? Justin, unmute Hello. me. <laughs> unmute me. I'm still here. Oh, that was weird. You cut up. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. <laughs> it's probably because you're you in your office. You can hear me. I can. I heard you the entire time. Oh, I might yeah. even leave that. Leave that whole. I might even leave that whole little segment in there just to show the kind of bullshit we have to deal with. <laughs> I would. It'll help it e- make it easier to sync it up. But yeah, you yeah. cut out, and I didn't hear a single thing you just said, which I think is fine. No, um, just talking to you the whole time. You're like yeah. Brandon. I'm like Justin. Justin. <laughs> Justin boy. I like the scene where all Justin of like, boy, the I coach, hear you. where the coach and the players are all like standing out on the field drinking up the rain. Well, and you see all the tentacles well, yeah, coming out of their mouths like, to soak it up. Yeah, exactly. And that's like kind of like, oh. That would almost be a tell to let you know that the coach is not the head because he literally looks the same as everybody else. And so yeah, but like, so oh, does fuck. the actual head vampire be, in this. Yeah, Which I don't know why I generally... keep burying the lead, because this is full of spoilers, but like the person who it actually <laughs> is looks just like everyone else, too. Well, yeah, in their human form, but like when the, when she turns into the queen, yeah. there's like that, it's like, what? <laughs> it's like the bug from Men in so, Black. Uh, yeah, everybody else 
gets infected by a little turd size uh, parasite, but then the mm-hmm. queen is like a fucking gigantic ass being. Yeah. Like, huh? Okay. I mean, I get it, but like, okay. Uh, but yeah, like I, lo- I, I really like that scene where he walks out there and it's like, oh shit. And then you kind of wonder when Stan runs back if he got infected. He didn't even give it all that long. He's just like, just turns into a real dick. Yeah. And then making Stokely feel like a real piece of shit. Like, oh, that was dark. Well, that kid always plays kind of a jerk, but I love, like, his face works perfect for someone begging for help and then turning evil. Like, he just has that yeah, look about really him does. Where, where he turns evil. It's kind of frightening. Well, I'm, I'm going to go back and I'm going to look and see. I'm going to check out his uh, filmography real quick just because of the fact that, like, I hadn't seen him in a whole lot. And yeah. then, like, he never really struck me as the prototypical I am the the football or I'm the quarterback of the football team captain like he doesn't strike me as that no or I at think... least he doesn't really look like any of those guys that I went to high school with who were that type no he always seemed like more the meek character and if it's the same guy I'm thinking of he was in Boston legal for a couple episodes and had probably because I'm looking he was in law and order um, he had done some TV shows. He's on Six Feet Under. I'm going to look and see if he's... He was on an episode of The Twilight Zone. Felicity, CSI, uh, Numbers. So all of the major law and order. dramas. Criminal Intent. He was on Dexter, huh? CSI Miami. Uh, law and Order LA, Jesus Christ. Criminal Minds, SVU. I wonder if he was uh, the same Southland. character in each one. That'd be cool. Kind of doubt it though. Yeah, it would be. I'm. I didn't. He wasn't on Boston Legal though. But let's see. Oh. No, he played a different character in each one. But I remember seeing something about that not that long ago, where there were. Um, oh no, it was uh, Marianne Hagen who played uh, Kara Strode in Halloween Six. Uh-huh. She was. Um, she was on my friend's. She was on my friend's podcast uh, that I actually helped co-host. On that one, and she was talking about how in that early, and this was actually a lot earlier than what this is on here, but she was talking about how being on one show, like you could like go and play a bunch of different parts on all these different types of shows before people really like realized, like, oh, hey, I just saw this person on CSI, and here they are on Law and Order, or yeah. oh man, now they're on Criminal Minds. Like they would go and try to make it as different as they could. But mm-hmm. it kind of looks like uh, Sean Hattesey was also of that yeah. as well. Maybe that's why I recognized him then. Yeah, he was on a lot, a lot of like almost every crime TV show that you can think of. So uh, Zeke and Frodo need to make it uh, to the car to get some more scat, which is the goofy pin powder drug thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, what was it called? Scat. It was called Stack? Scat. It's in my <laughs> notes. Oh, Scat. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I had to pull the notes back up. I was on IMDb, you dick. 
Like Scat. skate without the E. Rooster and the bus. Yeah, I got you. Uh, and we run back oh into Pot for Teacher. God, I can't even say it that way. Famka? <laughs> I'm trying to drop Famka, the R. It just yeah. feels strange. <laughs> yeah. F- fam- Famka? 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 Famka Johnson? I- I've never known how to... Pr- yeah, I've never I've never known how to pronounce it, but not um, with an R. Yeah, this is this is the whole scene like the running around with the bus, like trying to avoid everybody. That was kind of a a tense yeah situation. But and then, then it goes a little like goofy. Yeah, because you well, get the, worst, the oversized the, the, explosion. The mm-hmm. And then Squidhead. Yeah, squid head. That's the literal worst part right there, the squid head. You're like, yeah. what are you doing? I think what would have made it worse is if she had kept talking. And it would have been <laughs> like in Casper when that I'm chick gonna, dies I'm gonna and find she's like my cutting body. half and still talking. <laughs> yeah, like as soon as I find my body, you're in for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, it's right oh, over God. there. Oh, when I goodness. get there and I get over there, you're going to oh, yeah. you're gonna get it this time. It's like Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny when um, when Tim Robbins is on the crutches. He's like, come over here so I can fucking stab you. He's like, no. <laughs> he's like, well, then hold on. <laughs> I'm coming to you. And then he runs away. <laughs> um, so Mary Beth turns on Stokes. Oh, this is uh, in the pool when they get back inside the gym, right? Yeah. Yeah, my, it's the, my, the big my, uh, reveal where my pool, she's my uh, high school never had a pool. Yeah, the big reveal. Yeah, I was like, for being like this, this high school was huge. Like yeah. it had the gym, it had a fucking a giant like Olympic sized pool, and I'm like, God, dude. I mean, I was in a small, <laughs> I went to high school in a small town in Oregon, outside of Portland, but we didn't have a pool. Yeah, I went to school here, and we don't have a pool. Or didn't no. have a pool, as far as I know. We had a track well, shit, and a, and a the, football field, and that was about it. And the track was the football field. Did you, like, did you go to Ike? No, I I went to the uh, East Valley. I drive oh, by East my Valley. school every day. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna, well, yeah, and with it being under construction, now it's totally different looking. Yeah. Uh, so Mary Beth turns on Stokes, gets brutal, like, get. <laughs> Kid, doesn't she get her face smashed like trying to get out of the pool or some shit? Yeah, I think so. That's I think that's what I put in here somewhere. F- oh, yeah, no, there pool it is. Pool face smack. Yeah, yeah. You do find out that uh, Mary Beth is the queen, yeah, and that yeah. um, this is the uh, the fading in and out of being giant parasite alien body to hot naked blonde back uh-huh. into giant gross alien creature to butt naked blonde which thinking back that doesn't make sense and really should be one of the dumbest moments of the movie but it looks really cool Mm -hmm. like there's no reason for her shadow to have all those tentacles mm -mm. because she's still a hot naked blonde lady right but it's cool looking like to like they're like oh well she's in her human form but anytime that we see her shadows, we'll see, like, the shadow tentacles. Yeah. Which, uh, maybe they did it like, throughout the movie and we just never noticed? Maybe. 
Or maybe they're never um, in a place where there's noticeable shadows? They, oh, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Doesn't Possible. matter. I mean, I mean, it, there was always a lot of overcast, but I doubt yeah. that the alien had control over the weather, so. Yeah. Though um, in this movie, it's so, hard to say. Yeah. People can do all sorts yeah, of things. Right. Well, <laughs> they really can. So, Stokes gets fucked up in the pool. She gets saved by Casey. Mm -hmm. um, sorry. Gets saved by Casey. And then head on. Yeah. And they were able to find more of the, the scat. And I absolutely hate yep. his line. Which is why I wrote it down. Guaranteed to jack you up. <laughs> if that isn't but how you is. end it's the 90s movie. it is. guaranteed to jack you up. <laughs> like. Oh, man. If it it's, wasn't it's clear that it time. was the late 90s, early 2000s, the line guaranteed to jack you up should solidify mm -hmm. its place in movie history. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. And then we get the happy ending uh, montage, and even though she was a horrible biatch the entire movie, even before she was infected, uh, Frodo gets Brewster. Yeah. And we're supposed to be happy for him. Yeah. But I wasn't. <laughs> I was like, you no, just inherited a world like... full of pain in the ass, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, unless, 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 like... You find out that she's just a bitch to everybody but him. I was like, otherwise he's going to be miserable. And it's like, I hope yeah. it was worth it, buddy. Like, she was still pretty horrible <laughs> to him the entire movie. I, right. I would imagine a potential alien invasion changes a person, makes him a little nicer. Mm -hmm. But still. Mm -hmm. That's rough. Yeah. So that there is the faculty in an hour-long nutshell. That's not too bad. Just over an hour. That's not too bad. Uh, do you want to dive us into your scorecard? Sure. Uh, my best kill uh, was the John Stewart fizz eye and the, the crawling fingers. That one was yeah. the most brutal to me. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to... Um, eh, I don't know. I, maybe I'll go with um, the nurse Rosa. Like It was kind of brutal when she's being pinned down to the couch and... She was kind of helpless, and then all of a sudden you just get the blood splatter on mm. the face. Yeah. Like, with it being so long since we watched it, I, I'm, I'm kind of not remembering specifics, but yeah, I'll pick the Salma Hayek kill for the best one for me. Fair enough. Uh, my most wanted to die was uh, Jordana Brewster. Pretty much the entire movie. Oh, really? Really? She was just mean all the I time. I mean, yeah, she, she was mean. Like, the she teachers I knew um, were evil because they were aliens, but she was just horrible all of the time. Yeah, she really was. I'm I'm not going to really be super, like, unique or clever with mine. I'm just I'm going to go with Ms. Olsen. Hmm. She was just scary as shit. Yeah. She's the, the Borg she queen just... that you want to see perish by the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. And I, we, I, don't even, I don't even think we ever saw her die, did we? Think? It's not oh, on great. my notes, Nobody which doesn't anything. mean much, but I don't think so. Uh, my most wanted Please to live God, was no. Stan. Was Up who? until he turned evil, he seemed like a pretty decent guy. Yeah, he was the he was the jock with a heart of gold. Yeah, which was a nice change because um, usually the jocks are portrayed as jerks. Yeah, um, my most wanted to live, I think, was John Stewart. Like up until he gets killed, because it's like. 
Yeah, like he was until he turned into the super dick. Like he was just like a really nice, cool teacher. Well, it's John Stewart. And the funny thing <laughs> is, is he, he's he didn't even actually die. Like during the credits, they show he had an eye patch and an ar his arm in the sling. So like he didn't actually die. Die. Oh really? I don't remember that. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to pull it up and. Um, but yeah, during the the credits, it showed him with like an eye patch. Oh, I didn't even realize there was stuff in the credits. I think I just ended the movie. Yeah, you didn't miss a whole lot. Other, oh, I guess other than that. Hmm. Uh, my grossest moment was when Principal Lilith melted. Oh shit. Um, I would have to say my grossest moment would probably be. Um. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go. I think I would have to go with that one too because there's not really anything else that was really gross. The only thing I could think of that would be gross was super dumb, and I'm not trying to double. I'm not trying to double up. Yeah, I think we have the same thing for our dumbest moment, and if we don't, I'll be very surprised. Which is the uh, yeah. Bamka Jansen Squidhead. Yeah, Squidhead. That that was horrible. Like I'm it was even cool looking it up on IMDb and I feel so and... stupid for thinking her name had an R in it. It's okay. Like I almost didn't believe you there, so I had to look it up. And I just feel stupid. I'm not gonna lie to you while we're, while we're recording. Like well, I like to fuck with you, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna purposely try to make you look stupid. Sure, I do, do that, that more than enough on my own, really. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that scene with Famka and trying to get her head back and she's stumbling around like oh yeah squid head for yeah. sure all right well without any other delay and ado that was the faculty and i hope you enjoyed i hope it was worth the wait um yeah i hope so too guys like i enjoyed that movie much more than i remembered um yeah, I remember thinking it was think, fun, but like after it, watching I was like, I actually legitimately enjoyed this movie to where I would watch it again just yeah. to watch it. Like Yeah, it was definitely one of those ones that I wasn't upset that I bought. Yeah. Well that's good. All well, right, do you want to so reveal that, now what but, your next pick is going to be, whether you changed it or not? And uh... <laughs> Yeah, so Next, our next episode, I'm not going to say when it's going to be because uh, we never know for sure. Yeah, but with the trying work times, is supposed it could to be, be slowing week, down. It could be a month from now. Yeah, work is supposed to be slowing down. So hopefully we can get back on a, a somewhat of a normal schedule here. But um, our next episode, my pick will be Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Available now on Netflix. Available so I have no now excuse not to watch it. <laughs> I know you can't wait, um, mm -hmm. but until then, you can you can find us on all the social medias. We are on Facebook at Pod and Gord Podcast. We have our Facebook page. We have our Facebook group. Uh, you and can as find much as we aren't on, on the airwaves, the Facebook page is fairly active still. So feel free to come yeah, say hi have, there. Yeah, we may not get to record all the time, but. We are almost always available on there one way or another. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod. Um, I totally, with as busy as I've been, I totally forgot that we we're also on the Slasher app. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, no, yeah, totally forgot about that. I didn't miss a whole lot. Uh, 50 friend requests. 
uh, that mm. we accepted today. But um, well, that's a lot. Another thing that, yeah, another thing that I'm thinking about doing is um, I myself, and this has not, this isn't a part of our actual podcast group, but um, I used to do a lot of Twitch streaming, and so mm. we can actually host um, Amazon Prime watch parties on Twitch. And I won't like it's it's free to do. I mean, I think that I do think that you have to have Amazon Prime, I think is what it said. But I guess we'll figure that out once we get in there. Mm-hmm. But um, we can we can host movies on there and not get kicked out, shut down, worried about getting banned or, you know, Sued. takedowns or anything like that. And so, um, yeah. And the last uh, lastly, you can email us at podandgore at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, until next time when we catch you in outer space with killer clowns, I've been Brandon and I've been Justin and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.